0: Welcome to our second series of Real Life Motivation. I'm Rachel Day. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm the founder of an organization called Flying School. My co-host is Kelda Wood from Climbing Out. Together, we'll share some tips and ideas on how to keep motivated from our experiences as coaches and in our work, as well as from our real life stories, so that we can always keep it real for you. We're really glad you're joining us for this second series, which is focusing on Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. We hope you enjoy it. Hi Kelda, lovely to see you. I can see lovely tinsel in the background as well so we can tell
1: that Christmas is getting bit. Hang a bit of tinsel on your whiteboard and that's the Christmas decorations done.
0: <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, so hello everybody, welcome to our sixth habit of Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. So Habit number six is the habit of creative cooperation. So I'll just share uh, just a couple of lines from Stephen Covey on this, which is that he says we are ineffective if we approach life with this thought of it's either your way or my way, or we have to find a compromise. We are actually much more effective if we approach life with the thought that together we can find a better way. So this habit is that old saying for me which is the whole is greater than the sum of its parts but how do we get there and we do a lot of that in sort of team development and team thinking don't we but I'm really interested in whether we what our take on this is in terms of real life Kelda, what, what
1: are your <laughs> first thoughts? my honest answer Rachel is I don't know um when I looked at this habit I was confused You know, what does this actually mean? Because initially when I read it, I thought it was kind of, you know, when we're ineffective, if it's either your way or my way, I thought that was about compromise. Mm -hmm. But then it says, or a compromise, and, and that's ineffective. So my understanding of this, I think, is that it's that concept of teamwork us all doing our bit and coming together to make something effective but as always I'm not sure if I've understood that right so I'm looking to you for guidance here Rachel. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's absolutely that it's this concept of if if the things that we do are are me persuading you around my way of doing things or you persuading me or even the two of us going well I'll I mean, it's interesting, isn't it, with the Brexit, what's going on with Brexit at the moment? You know, I'll sort of, we'll try and negotiate so that neither of us give ground, but we find some sort of way forward in, in the form of a compromise. And I think all of that is ineffective, according to Stephen Covey. What's effective is that we approach situations, challenges, ways of doing things, relationships with a thought of what? how can we be better together so it's not just me or you or the compromise between the two of us it's the fact that we use each other to get to a better place
1: I guess I guess my thought which is probably far more relevant to uh, kind of anyone listening to this is how does that apply to individual life I think we can really see how probably in work environments you, you know you work with IT people to fix your laptop because that's not your skill set. So, you know, in in that respect I, I think we probably a lot of us do it in our work environment. The question that in my head is, how do we apply this to individual life, our personal life?
0: Yeah, and I think that's so. That's where I was racking my brains before I came on. I was literally saying to my husband, "So, what's the real life stories of this?" Because, and I think. I'm racking my brains because it's quite hard. We don't I don't think we naturally do this. So if if there's a challenge if there's an issue in our lives we tend to figure out what we need what we think's the right thing what we want to happen and then we tend to try and persuade people around to our way of doing things or we just go okay I'll go with you. Mm. What we don't tend to do is treat it as, okay, this is the challenge and there's me with my thoughts, there's you with yours, there's me with my experience, there's there's you with yours. How do we get to a better outcome that neither of us have thought about before?
1: I I have got a good example for you. Oh, my My partner's like really OCD about cleaning and everything and I'm really not. So it works brilliantly because I'm more than happy to let him clean the house. (laughs) Well that counts as a compromise, girls. <laughs> oh, okay, so that's actually defeating the whole object. <laughs> yeah, but I, lo- I
0: like your thinking.
1: I'm just thinking
0: that naturally we don't we don't think about so I think I can absolutely in my work, so as a coach, um I'll come to a coaching session without any answers. Um and and I think you and I try and do these podcasts without knowing where they're going to take us. yeah. Together, we end up getting to somewhere where neither of us imagined we might get to in terms of our ideas. And I think that's what this habit's talking about. So I feel like I can say the things that are needed for it. So we would need to mutually respect each other, a bit like the last habit. We would need some equality so that we, we were both able to share our voices and our thinking and be open to the other person's but also to be open, not just to the other persons, but to creating in the moment, other mm. options, other things. So this is creative cooperation where we're trying to get somewhere where that doesn't exist at the moment. So thinking about how we approach that, not just in teams or work, but it's just in day to day. I was trying to think in par- as parents, how do we do that so that we don't, decide that well I was parented this way so that's the way it needs to be done but actually we go okay we've got this child and they're different to us Mm. and, and they're the same to us and jointly how do we help them become become more able to thrive I guess
1: yeah yeah and I love that concept but I I guess if you start thinking about lots of situations, compromise is often what we think is a solution to, to problems. And I'm thinking of lots of examples, but actually it's about compromise. So I compromise slightly what I want, you know, someone else compromises what they want, and we're both then happy. Um it it's a big challenge to then say, okay, how do we actually bring both our ideas together? To become stronger if I was playing devil's advocate I'd say that can be really really difficult really difficult um because so much of it is is about compromise in day-to-day life isn't it so if you've got one person who you know l- loves climbing mountains and one person who loves going to the theatre you know, how can you bring those two things together to become stronger? My answer would be it's about compromise. And you spend some time climbing mountains and some time going to the theatre, so you keep both parties happy. You know, so I I don't know what the answer to this habit would be then. Yeah, I mean, I guess in that just
0: using that as a as an example, maybe um if you got more creative around that, you would. Um, have a theatre on top of a mountain (laughs) exactly or you do some drama walking drama um, things so you get to places that you didn't know you would ever get to and I was thinking one of the interesting things about this habit is that we don't know what we don't know so we compromise all the time because we don't take the time to figure out if there's a better way that neither of us have thought about but together we can figure out and I think that's maybe what this habit is asking us to do—to to not always compromise, but to search for what's possible, to search for what might be better.
1: That's kind of slightly mind blowing. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start inventing a new drama company that that works on top of a mountain now. But um, but I I quite like that you don't know what you don't know. So, you know, I actually would never have thought of that, Rachel, until you said it, you know, and then you start going, oh, what else could we do, you know, and that's what becomes mind blowing because you kind of, but that takes a lot of energy and effort. Compromise is sometimes easier, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, as you know, I do a lot with the thinking environment, and there's a, pro, a process called dialogue with the thinking environment where it's different to having a conversation. So in this process of dialogue, um, what, what happens in normal conversations is that I'll share what I think and then you'll share what you think and then I'll share what I think and then you'll share what you think. This is slightly different in that you might share what you think and I would build on your thinking as opposed to go to what I was thinking, if that makes sense. Okay. So yeah. that together we would keep building into an idea.
1: I I guess, again, playing devil's advocate, Rachel, is I I can get that. And that's really um, good for the person who's thinking you're developing. But what if you've got thoughts of your own? You know, we're not then developing your thoughts. So it then becomes very one sided. Well, I guess that's, I
0: mean, the great challenge there, Kelda, because um, it doesn't work unless we're, we're both interested in working on the, the issue. But the issue has to be a joint issue that we're trying to resolve. And actually, when you're thinking through that issue, I'm building then on your thinking. Then you might hear what I say, and then you would build on what I say, and so on. So it's still very equal back and forth yeah not from a defensive position so I've decided what I think and I'm now gonna you know wait for you to come around to my way of thinking (laughs) that's the thing that's ineffective or even the conversation that says well if I don't do this and you do this can we move forward that's not as effective so the effective thing is where we go this is the challenge what do we both think about what we might be able to achieve here that we haven't thought of yet so, I think it's really dancing in the unknown and getting much more creative.
1: And, and I guess my thought there is that that's great, but that takes time and energy. It, you know, and often being realistic in day to day life, a compromise is often easier. Um, I'm not saying that's right at all but it's kind of interesting it's that same old thing of notice what you notice isn't it it would be interesting to look at some conversations and and in the coming week and just approach it with a slightly different angle of in instead of finding a compromise try it and see and notice notice what you notice so you know actually let's try and think of it in that way and see what happens maybe actually things will be resolved a lot easier um I'd be really interested to try it and and see what happens (laughs) report back next week um thank you yeah I think it is I think this habit is well part of this
0: habit is letting go of our habit of always looking for compromise it's almost like that's the way we've been brought up that's the way that we um we operate as human beings and this is sort of challenging us to, to not always go to the compromise, but to try and go to a new way. Um, and I, I know what you mean, because I feel like when we say that, it feels like that takes too much energy, too much time, particularly if we're talking about little things, little conversations. We might, you know, there's that old saying, isn't there, that you um, lose the battles, win the war. You know, yeah. you're almost happy to keep losing battles because it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. It takes too much energy. Yeah. Whereas this isn't about battling from positions. This is actually the opposite, I think. It's about letting go of our positions and getting creative together, using the differences between us.
1: I guess what you've said there is a key word, though, Rachel, in the together bit, because I'm thinking that both parties have to buy into this. I mean, I'm especially thinking of of relationships, you know. and if all when I say relationships, whether that be parent child or husband-wife, you, you know, that sort of of relationship, if only one half of that relationship is buying into this concept, I'm guessing it's not going to be as effective straight away. Um
0: and you can't, I mean, I guess, yes, you're right, because there's something about doing this jointly together um but there is I think just as a slight approach that maybe maybe next time when I'm about to compromise I stop myself and I go is there another way that's different to either of these and it's different to the compromise?" Yeah. and maybe just asking that question with people I'm with
1: yes and I was I was thinking that as you said it you know just that question of what else could we do or or kind of as you put it then maybe you don't have to explain this whole habit to someone and get them to, you know, agree to buy into it too. It's just about asking that question and seeing what response you get um, and trying it. And who knows, it might, it might open up a whole new world of possibilities.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, when I take myself um, into my world, I do ask that question a lot on my own. But I don't do that enough with others. Mm. So that togetherness, just remind, you know, repeating what you said, Kelda, because I think it's easy on my own to go, what's the other way, what's the third way, what's the different way. But the point of this is that I won't ever get there on my own. I need to uh, I need to get that there with other people, contributing to what that might look like,
1: I guess. I I kind of feel like it's half going along with that, how can I? attitude but it's still like well it is different because you are talking about different parties coming together so not just looking for solutions but you know working to each other's strengths and combining those strengths to find solutions um rather than that that compromise but I'm I'm guessing it would be fairly hard to do but who knows till we try eh
0: yeah and I think that's it. I think that this the challenge of this habit is saying that we we limit ourselves because we don't often ask what else is possible. So maybe that's what we want to get out of today is just to start asking that question but not just asking it in our own heads asking that with the other people in the in the scenario
1: and that that kind of makes me feel quite excited it you know it does give you that feeling of opportunity um which is great you know and again just hadn't thought of it from from that side of things before so and that's the whole point in these podcasts isn't it to just stimulate thinking and what else what else can we do you know what do we not know about that might just make us think differently
0: yeah and I think you know that I'm just now bringing that back to real life you know if we're having an argument with somebody it's not just about what's new ideas, what new actions can we take. Sometimes it's about resolving conflict, this potentially. How do we resolve this in a different way than we normally do? Because normally mm. we would compromise or somebody would give in or somebody would give up. And actually over time, that doesn't take us to a great place. So I am wondering in situations of conflict, whether we, how we do this more creatively.
1: So, again that's sort of an interesting question is how do we do this more creatively that the how is always a bit that I'm fascinated with because I think a lot of the other work we do I hate to just say you know this is a tool
0: Mm.
1: without the how do we actually apply it because it's great knowing it's there but if we're not given some ideas of how to apply it where's where's the starting point because I feel a little bit like I get the idea of this, but where do I start? Where do I start? And, it, you know, maybe it is that next time I go to compromise and just asking that question instead and and seeing where that takes us. Um, and, I, and I guess it would be interesting to see, you know, and, and to hear from any listeners if it works or if it doesn't. And if we decide that this habit, We actually don't think is a a great one for real life. I think that's okay. That was the whole point in examining these. It's not necessarily, sorry, Mr. Covey, but it's not necessarily saying that they're all right and we must apply these to life. I think the point in these podcasts is to pull the layers back and look at them and see whether it. You know, and everyone's individual. It might really work for someone, but it might not work for someone else. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes when we start putting it into practice definitely and I think I
0: my practice is I'm actually going to notice more when I compromise um and just challenge myself a bit on that you know do I need to compromise here is there another way forward is there another thing that that we could achieve here or you know if I had a different approach so I think it's just brought that it's it's been good for me to just challenge myself on it how often do I do this and I think you know your point at the beginning we can do this easier in work than than in real life so how do we pull it into real life so that it helps us if it does and we would love to hear from listeners if it does help you please let us know absolutely Lovely to see you, Kelda, and I shall see you next week for our final habits of series two, which is the habit of renewal, sharpening the saw. So really looking forward to that. Um, great. Uh, see you then. Okay. Thanks, Rachel. See you then. So that's the end of our podcast for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you found it useful, please do think about who you might share it with. It would be great to be able to spread some of these ideas to other people. Also, if you'd like to find out more about Flying School, visit flyingschool.fun or more about Climbing Out, visit climbingout.org. We are also particularly interested in looking for some sponsorship for these podcasts. So if your organisation or if you know of one might be interested, please do get in touch so that we can continue to offer these for free. Thanks again and look forward to seeing you next time.